This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Okay, wait, what's it named as? It's, oh, no, I think I can't say it because... No, it says fa- it says Canberra Family Christmas Dinner tonight at 6pm. That's yep. what's going on. Uh, at your girlfriend's house, I'm guessing, or is it at your house? No, it's at, it's at, it says Carrie's House of Blondes. Yeah, that's the part it's I didn't want to read. Two, two blonde sons, <laughs> yeah. two golden retrievers, yeah. and she's, she's blonde. also so, blonde. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you, House of Blondes. You really are the black sheep of the I family. I am. I'm the yeah. brunette <laughs> sheep of the family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that's happening tonight. We're going to have like a Friendsmas Christmas party. Yeah, my mum's in town, so that was the whole catalyst yeah. for the whole thing. The boys aren't there. Though, no, they? the boys aren't there. Yeah, so. The dad. so yeah, no, this is this is very much just going to be uh, for yeah the, the grown ups, yeah, which is yeah. fine. No, that's good. I uh, am very excited. I love coming over to Carrie's house for dinner. What, mm-hmm. What's on? Do you know what uh, will be prepared? I do. I do. I There's do. also going to be a charcuterie offering. I'm, really? Yeah. You did say you would flush a charcuterie board down the toilet the next time you saw it from yeah. me, but that's No, fine. I just said you can't make it your personality No, anymore. and I'm not going to. There's going to be a lovely charcuterie offering from me. The only yeah. thing I will do is, of course, take on the uh, the critique that's, once again, frequently played. I'll yeah. say uh, not enough Twiggy sticks for my life. There will be yeah. Twiggy sticks, I can confirm. Will there you? be enough yep. for everyone's liking? There will be. I doubt it. Yep. There has never, almost never, ever been, so we'll see, though, won't we? Yep. Um, I just need to talk to you about something else that's going to be happening tonight that I'm a little worried about because I okay. think it was said in, jo- in jest and yes, then I we heard will, we will be using cutlery uh, so if that's what you're worried about don't be intimidated uh, yeah okay. not, not you know, all finger food yeah I need to <laughs> keep down this path uh, yeah, otherwise okay. we will get very distracted uh, I thought you were joking about it the other day and then I saw yesterday that very much the thing that I thought you were joking about it is here and ready mm. um are we doing like a little bit of a secret Santa, except it's just no, it's between se- you and me and Michael, well, so we're all just be- giving each other gifts? No, it's not going to be secret Santa. It's presents. It's Christmas. Okay. This isn't present day. It's not secret Santa. It's, it's, not a, it's, it's just behind the it's scenes. It's just Christmas. Okay. So we'll be giving each other gifts at this friend Christmas. Michael, producer Michael, is in the studio. Um, are you doing this? Have you got presents? I have got you two both exactly the same thing. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I, that was Ned just said shit under his breath then. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that I is... It. I, I don't know why, I don't know why you, felt, you felt like that was too scandalous. Because yeah. yeah. really, at the end of the day, yeah. I know where this is now going. Yeah. You've had a reaction in the studio that everyone deserved to hear. Yeah. You, you don't have anything, do you? I didn't think we were being serious. Oh, I've got you a present, I've got Michael a present. And I actually <sighs> went above and beyond because they're both different presents. I thought about you individually as humans rather than just a collective. You are a... You that's are, how you Michael two, sees us. You two are just a collective blob for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. wow. I like the bananas in pyjamas. Yeah, B1 and B2. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, can I quickly say to you, Ned, why? Why would you not have come to the table with any... I thought this was a cute little joke when well, you were I like, oh, we're... I don't have presents this year. I also thought it was a cute You're little joke. You're the king of presents. I am the king of wishful gifting, but I don't <laughs> like that... <laughs> I just yeah, I liked it as well. My brain was like, that was really good, and so it yeah. gave me two more seconds of speaking, and then it was like, stop, no, 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 no that, that was, was like really good. King of the king of wishful thinking into yeah. the king of wishful gifting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know that. what? That can be my present. You can use that on Christmas cards throughout the holiday season. Is that good? I nope. don't believe I'm good enough to use that mm. oh. myself. Okay, well. Okay, I don't I know you're... what you guys... Okay, I'll go out and buy presents today, but just know that I got them today. So I feel like that that kind of takes away from the fact that you guys have gone out and gotten presents. No, I really that's... thought we were all kidding. I don't think that's going to be acceptable. Well, what do you want? Well, no, I have to get them today because I don't have them. Unless you want re-gifted stuff from my house, which mm. actually would... Uh, mm. I'm trying to throw out a bunch of stuff, so that might actually help. <laughs> 
Okay, good. You're losing. You're very much in danger of losing not you, just your title yeah. that you've given yourself, but your theme music, which yeah. I've now given you. I think Michael might be able to strip it from me, but because of the decadent gifts mm. that you've received over the last half decade... I have received good gifts I from I don't Ned. know where you get off mm. saying that I've lost the title of the king of wishful gifting. The king of wishful gifting? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you can gift I'm me. Like There's still the backing yeah, corner. Still it's it's yeah, the karaoke yeah. version yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, so what? What are you? What was going to be your caveat then? If I if I am to call you the king of wishful gifting, as we mentioned on the show a couple of days ago, yeah. I wish to be referred to as Big Shakut because I love the charcuterie board mm. making. You said it's not allowed to be my personality. I beg to differ because I wish for it to be my new nickname. <laughs> Just give me the right to call myself that and to allow me to go on about charcuterie boards. You know what? I will because I can definitely warp the minds of your girlfriend's kids to call you Poop Shakut. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Got um, some updates from the uh, the palace, as it were. Okay. King Charles. Charles. Still so weird to say that. King Charles. Yeah, how long do you think? I think it'll be till the end of next year. I think until like... the coronation. It's going to feel very strange. Oh, yeah, I think that one will be, that'll be enough carry-on that I think it'll really sink in after that. Like, I'll right. be like, oh, okay, you're right. We yeah. just, uh, there was an event that was on where he was mm-hmm. called king about 500 times, so now we've got it. Yeah, we've got, we understand now. <laughs> and that's maybe what the coronation's purpose actually is. Yeah. Um, because Prince Charles has been a thing he's been called for a very long time. But King Charles III has released his first Christmas card. Of his oh, reign. nice. Yep, so it's a picture of him of, of him and Queen Consort Camilla, uh, and they're just sort of in the card. That's, yeah. that's it. It's a picture in a card. Uh, and all the card says is wishing you a very happy Christmas and New Year. That's all the card says. So there's no, like... It's a hell of a lot. A hell of a lot of blank space yeah, in was, that card. Yeah. Didn't want to fill it out at all. Nah. Do you think he's doing what I do when you go and buy... Well, what everyone does, really. When you go and buy Christmas cards and it just says, like, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and then you write your own personal thing above it and below yeah. it, or do you think that's too informal I don't think he's writing. King. I don't think he's writing personal yeah. things. Maybe, maybe to, to the peasants, Maybe anyway. to a few select... Maybe, like, the Prime Minister gets yeah. a personalised one. Harry and Will pic- probably gets nicer ones. Maybe Will. Um, but the picture, <laughs> the picture inside the card here, yeah. literally... Really is just it looks like it's off Google Images. He's just hanging out. It's just him hanging out with Camilla. Yeah. The card literally says wishing you a very happy Christmas and New Year. Yeah. I don't want to stereotype here, but this is a very much a dad Christmas card. Yeah. It's like the laziest. We went from having the Queen who was out, like would say these elegant things yeah, and have lovely, these the, yeah. pontifications on life. Charles just gone wishing you a very happy Christmas and New Year. And here's a picture I found when I googled yeah. my own name. Yeah. This is what someone showed me, and I went, yeah, sure, whatever. Strong dad vibes from the king. What would you like it to say? Oh, just anything from, else. Yeah. <laughs> from one king to another. Ring-a-ding-ding <laughs> yeah. in the new year. Fare thee well. <laughs> just basically, I'd like it to look more more than the effort my yeah. dad would have put into a Christmas card. That, like if, if that one of these ever get back to Charles and he opens it, he goes like, I've never seen this thing before in my life. <laughs> Who made this card? <laughs> uh, Your majesty. It was actually you. Yeah. He's like, oh... This is awful. I'm quite the wordsmith, <laughs> aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Ned, Elon Musk owns Twitter. Um, it's come with all sorts of controversial moments. Stocks in companies have been falling as he's changed rules and yeah. people have impersonated companies. And it does very not bizarre. seem like all is well over at Twitter yeah. HQ. A lot of strange stuff going on. Yeah. Of, no doubt about that. Um, but one of the newest things for me that I am furious to read, and it's funny the things that's actually taken my 
you know, interest. Remember when Twitter was 140 characters and they went to 280? Yes. And everyone's like, that's the death of... Yeah. It's the death of Twitter because that was the whole point. It was going to be like a little... Like witty tweets that you had to like work yeah. down to make sure they fit into 140 characters. Little tweet, 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 tweet. Yeah. That was the whole point. That's why it's called Twitter. It was short little messages. But then they became full paragraphs. Um, talking about that uh, increasing the word count from 280 characters again. So mm. we're increasing it again, right? Four... So by four, logic, it would be 420. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, 420. Yeah. yeah. If we went up another 140, it'd be 420. 4,000. We're just going to skip straight through to 4,000. So we're not even doing hundreds no, anymore. No, we're just going go to go straight, straight to 4,000. From 280 yeah. to 4,000. Okay, cool. And to be honest, I don't use Twitter very often. Yeah. Um, and I'm certainly not a poster on Twitter. Yeah, me neither. Not anymore. Huge swath of the people that are seem to be the most insufferable human beings on earth. And we're now going to give them from 280 to 4,000. Yeah, it does certainly seem like... Really stretch the legs. I guess the first like the, the, the first hurdle we had to get past was getting it over 140. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like it could have gone to 142. Yeah. And then... Everyone obviously was very, very upset, but I feel like the floodgates were open, and so now this is very much evidence of that, of them just going, yeah, you know what, you're going to have 4,000 4, characters. 4,000 characters, which I think destroys the whole point of Twitter. Yeah. I think it's meant to be a quick news delivery. No, 100%, sort of, yeah. I agree. I'd like them to change it to words, to be honest, because the character always, like... It was cool. It was yeah. fine. But I would like it. What if we just went to like 220 words? Yeah, there you go. Like because, a little short essay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess there's still so many words. Then again, though, you know how newspaper editors like, I need 200 words about Spider-Man yeah, on my desk. But yeah. like, the good I news do know how reporters are like yeah, that. Yeah. No, yeah, the good news is that now, when newspapers just copy and paste straight from someone's Twitter, now they know the word count. Yeah, they actually exactly, know how yeah. much of their article is taken care of. This is of. what I mean. I yeah. feel like there was just other ways to go about figuring this out. I sound like I'm being very mean to people that post on Twitter right now, but... I will say the article I'm reading, I'm going to read verbatim. This is literally what they have to say on it. That would mean people can post huge amounts of text in their tweets, whereas now people are, mercifully on most counts, limited in what they can <laughs> <Yeah>. say. <laughs> I don't think anyone on planet Earth thinks that this is a good idea. No, no Just one, unbridled just, access. The only person who thinks this is a good idea is Elon, because he owns the website, yeah. which means by its very nature to read 4,000 characters, you have to stay on the website longer. Yeah. It's going to take longer. <laughs> Yes. Um, we've got a lot of stuff going on at the moment. Uh, I, phew, I I was listening to the news yesterday and there is a lot of stuff happening in terms of getting the cost of living under control. Yeah. Like at the, the coal caps and all sorts of things that are going on at the moment. Yep. Listen to the... Um, Listen to some people from the like the petroleum lobby yesterday on the radio going, this is not fair. And yeah. it's like, well... You, you guys on. are in charge come of on, a little bit let's, of it. Yeah. Let's not be silly. Yeah, let's not pretend like we don't know who works for yeah. who, guys. Let's not pretend that oil in terms of barrel prices yeah. has come down at various points in the last three years and you guys have gone, oh, we don't, we're going to charge the same price. Yeah. We don't. Why do would mean? we make it cheaper? Yeah. We make petrol out of oil, do we? Yeah. I didn't realise that. Oh, yeah. damn. That's, that's very much news to us. Um, so, look, my facetiousness aside, there is a lot of cost of living problems going on at the moment. And with that in mind, it is particularly unusual that someone would send, like, a letter out to their clients mocking their inability to make a payment. Yes, that seems nutty. Until you realise it's a real estate agent. Then it makes a little sense. Sending that note to a bunch of their tenants, which... This, this unfortunately, and I know there are fantastic real estate agents out there that do a lot, and I've had amazing property managers in my time, but I've also had some doozies that just don't seem to understand that tenants, it's like a symbiotic relationship. Obviously, yes. you want your owners, yep. and you've got to keep your owner happy. But without a good tenant, none of that Neither of you get paid. No, no one gets paid. Exactly. And then with a bad tenant, you're cleaning up 
like crap smeared on the walls, or and holes in walls. You're having to drug explain labs broken in the garage. Chips. And, yeah. You know, like you you need good tenants as well. So maybe treat tenants nicely, yeah. because then they'll continue to be good tenants. Let me explain this note to you. Here we go. So basically saying the office. This is a Gold Coast real estate agent. Basically saying that the office is going to be closed. Pretty stock standard note. Um, and I'm just going to read this next part verbatim because I think some of it is them trying to be funny, but just so inept at yeah. how much people are struggling at the moment. Read the room. We will continue to receive money daily and send money to our owners each week. Please note that the following excuses are not valid reasons for not paying rent over Christmas. Mm. One, I spent all of my money on presents. Two, the whole family decided to come by to my house for Christmas lunch and it's a big family so I had to buy 10 more turkeys and 20 hands which took up the rent money. Three, the reindeer ate my money. Four, Santa stole my money. Mm. Five, I had to buy food for Santa and his reindeer and reindeer eat like horses. Okay, so the second so, one's actually like a hey, I'm trying to feed my family. Yeah, the first ones I spent money on presents, which yeah. is people are going into debt in record numbers yeah. in order to give their kids a Christmas this year, yes. which is disturbing and is going to cause a problem in January when you have to now buy a bunch of school stuff. Yep. So we are that's not funny. No, none of this is funny. But all five points, I can go. Okay, maybe this is somebody who is a millionaire who doesn't yeah. understand how hard it is at the moment, and mm-hmm. they're trying to be funny. But then the last part that I haven't read yet is okay. the part where I'm like, oh no, this. It's just a... It's everybody's dealt with a real estate agent this heartless in their life at some point. Mm. So the reindeer all eat like horses, mm-hmm. full stop. And then the last part says, and any other excuse, no matter how creative. <laughs> Everything yeah. would have been forgivable in my mind if I'd received this note because I'm like, yeah, it's just somebody's not funny trying to be funny. Except for that last part where they're like... Uh, we're, and also for we're real. We're having fun, aren't yeah, we, yeah, everyone? Yeah, yeah. Look how much fun we're but having. Make no mistake, yeah. we will destroy your credit rating forever if you're even a day late with the rent. I wish I could form a union of people who lived uh, like renters. Yeah, and so we could all unit. just do like a big walkout where mm-hmm. we all just decide, you know what, we're not paying this anymore. Yeah. But I don't know where we'd all live. Yeah, that's Unfortunately, they kind of do sort of have the upper hand a little. It, yeah. Even if you were to... Because I do like in, living inside my house. And that's, that's really where this all ends yeah. up, isn't it? It's yeah. like, yep, well... I At the end of the day, you have the keys to my house. Rains a lot in Canberra. Yeah. I would rather my <laughs> bed have a roof over the top of it. Yeah. Damn it. Don't Damn think my it. dog will be stoked that we're now sleeping under a tree. Very, very much. <laughs> the cards are all in the real estate pocket. <laughs> yeah. And that's very unfortunate. I don't like that one bit. Monopoly was right. <laughs> Ned Yes Was travelling around the CBD uh, yesterday Going through Civic Just having a little bit of a walk around Love it Went into Garima Place My mum is visiting Actually in search of some presents For a couple of, a couple of the boys in my life here The Ned and the Michael Maybe Christmas presents perhaps Your mum was No me Oh, me, me, me. me. Okay, right. I was going to say, please. You're not getting presents from my mum. I was going to say, please, no. please tell your mum to not buy no, your mum's not buying presents. any Christmas yeah, presents. Yeah, okay, thank guys. goodness. Um, very excited to say there is a return of a bit of a Canberra icon. The big swoop is back. The big magpie eating a chip is back in Garima Place. Now, I'm not even 100% sure how long he's been there for, but I was in Garima Place like three weeks ago. He wasn't there. Yeah. And now he's back. There was an announcement that he was coming back and then I just didn't see him for a while and I figured, well, that I don't know when this is going to happen, but I am I, glad at least that in the news that they were saying he was going to come back. My mum was basically like, what the hell is that? I'm like, it's a giant magpie yeah. eating a chip. Yeah. It's a big swoop. 
feels like I I tried to play it off as much as like that's a perfectly normal thing to see. Yeah. Don't 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 think that's something unusual. That's Part perfectly normal. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um mum was uh very enamored. She thought it was a pretty cool, pretty cool thing to have. It is pretty cool. I wanted to show my sister when it was there the first time and then obviously we lost it because Got we were graffiti stop kicking it mm-hmm. around. He's up on a little podium now. I don't know if he was always up on a podium. I like that because I feel like one of the reasons that because the, the part that I, I, I heard was getting kicked around a lot was the chip that the he chip's was now up, up on a podium. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people might have just been walking around because it was just on the ground like floor level. So if you were just walking past and couldn't see it and just like oh tripped yeah. over it, you might just be kicking off parts of the chip. So I'm glad that it's chip up trip. on a podium. A chip trip. Mm-hmm. I would happen. It. Yeah. Um, Ned, what? Can I ask you a question? And I, and this is probably. I don't know if anybody the, from the artist who conceived of the big swoop all the way through to the um, people who decided should go and groom a place have thought this question. I have a question for you after this as well. So well, why don't you go first? Imagine if no, it's the same question. There's no way. There's no way. Go first. There's no way. Go first. Uh, in any of the news articles that you've seen mm-hmm. write about this, have any, has anyone referred to it as Return of the Mag? Oh, magpie. Yeah, instead of Return yeah, of the Mac. Instead of Return of the Mac. Was that your question? Or? No, no, that would have been an amazing coincidence. Yeah, that's... My, you know how... Remember when I said there's no way that yeah. we have the exact same question? Yeah. Well, you want to know what my question is? Yeah. What do you... I don't think anyone's asked this question. <laughs> what do you think the birds in Grima Place think of the big swoop? Oh, no, we've spoken what, about it. What do you this. think the magpies think about it? They do you, must think, they think it's some kind of God. deity. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. must be like, oh, this is the magpie reckoning. And yeah, we yeah. will obviously... The ducks, I mean, obviously not ducks, probably more magpies. The magpies are f- falling into line. Yes. And we should be on course to take over. Yep. Or we just start to see the magpies collecting chips to give to the big swoop as Don't some kind of chips. tribute, you yeah. know, like some kind of sacrifice. I think it'd freak me out. That it, it would wasn't. scare the crap out of me if yeah. there was just a... We'd never... Human beings had never seen a statue before. Yeah. And all of a sudden there was an 18-story statue of a person. I would be so scared because essentially magpie size ratio, that's what the big swoop is. I don't know... I It'd freak me out that it wasn't moving at all. I'd be like... Yeah. Is this what... Is meant to be happening? Are I'd, you bigger I'd, so it takes you longer to move around? I'd live underneath it, assuming it could protect me. <laughs> <laughs> Ned, uh, quickly tell us about this story. Okay, there's a, a guy uh, who, I don't know where Warwick is, but I'm guessing it's in America somewhere. Yep. Uh, there is a Tri-City Elk Lodge, which is just kind of like a bar on the side of the road. Lovely. This guy has decided to break in and steal a bunch of alcohol. Barefooted as well, which is... I feel like more impressive, but you're not doing an impressive thing. So mm-hmm. uh, with somewhere in the middle, um, wasn't alone though. Just broke in, stole four hundred dollars worth of liquor, accompanied by his dog. Oh, was okay. just, the dog was just like in the bar, running around, sniffing stuff, just hanging out. I suppose he left. He's it's being booze hound. Yeah, well, yeah, apparently so. I don't know if he helped him sniff it out or if he was just around. But the people who own the Elk Lodge have said that they wish nothing but good luck to this person. They don't wish any bad luck to this person, and hopefully he doesn't do it again. And they do not want to see the dog arrested. Yeah. Okay. Good. The police haven't found this guy yet, but they're like. I feel like the police come out and say, be like, first of all, let us decide who we're going to arrest. Yeah. Second of all, yes, correct. We're not going to arrest a dog. I think what's happening behind the scenes there, because that's a great PR yeah. for the lodge. We're talking about it in Canberra. Of course. That sounds like a lovely reaction to a horrible thing happening to you. They've gone for the best kind of like compassion, human yeah. compassion. Yeah. And then also a little bit of a cheeky and don't arrest the dog. Yeah. I reckon behind the scenes, they're like, hunt this man to yeah. the ends of the earth. And if he's. And if bring he's, me the dog. If, if this pesky dog gets in the way, <laughs> see to it that he's dealt with. Oh, no, I didn't. 
I didn't mean Disney villain. I meant they were going to make the dog like the mascot of the lodge oh, or something. Oh, okay. But wow. that's way more we're darky. We're in different yeah. modes this morning, huh? <laughs> Ned. Yes. Um, I had a haircut yesterday. Okay. Went to see Canberra's best barber. He goes by the name of Affy, and he works at True Fitton Hill, and he is a king, an absolute king of the hair industry. I will say he's a great barber. He's Love cut my hair. Well, you, you go to Affy as well. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I wouldn't say that I go to anyone, really, with how I've been. I've gotten, like, three haircuts over the last two years, I think. But I would. the last person I went to was Affy, and he did a really good job. It was a, it was sort of a lovely journey to find Affy, because I when I first came to Canberra, went to a bunch of different barbers, yeah, and has had a, just had an amalgam of terrible haircuts and then we went to True Fitton Hill for work once and they were like ah come and come and sit in the chair and because that's sometimes what happens when you go to see clients the sales team are like yeah go and do it and it's like well this is a major change to the way I <laughs> yeah, look I'm and I'm now doing haircut. this on an impulse and I did and I gotta say it's how I met Affy Affy did a tremendous job and I'm like well I'm never getting a haircut anywhere else yeah and that's what happened and now it's at the point where I've been going to Affy for like two and a half years now and he like always asks great questions about like what I'm up to what's going on like Good banter with a hairdresser is rare. Yeah. Like when you find that, when you find someone you enjoy talking to, and it's not a chore to talk yeah. to them. Like that's I, Affy's the best, and he works at True Fit and Hill. So there you go. There's my plugs done for Affy. Right. Here's the thing that I want to say. As I've just explained, I I love Affy's great. Yeah. Yeah. I know. No, we know. I was waiting for my haircut uh, yesterday in the little waiting room area, mm. and. I hear a lot of jovial laughter, some banter about as people are about to come through the door from where the waiting room ends and the hair salon begins, the yeah. barbershop begins. Yeah. The gentleman's come out, followed by Affy, and they're just they're laughing. They're having a really good time. <laughs> Which shows to me that this banter that I enjoy with Affy Yeah. Maybe isn't as special as I thought it was. Mm. Affy has other men. Mm-hmm. I would almost guarantee. Other clients. <laughs> Otherwise, the best, why would they if it's hire just him? Affy yeah. waiting for me to come yeah. in and maybe you sometimes? Yeah, yeah. They're like, you got an appointment today, Affy? No, not for three but months. I was, but I was like, I think that's that's laughter. I don't think I've even heard before. Yeah, wow. Is, is, they do they have a better back and forth than Affy and I do? Yeah. And I sat there and I thought, oh, this is. It's devastating. Yeah. This I is mean, heartbreaking. It's, yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad that it took you till 31 <laughs> and with a person that you'd clearly fallen in love with to figure out how <laughs> customer service works. <laughs> if you're nice to people, they'll come back. It's just, it shows you, though, yeah. that shows you how bad my previous haircut experiences have been throughout my 31 years. Yeah. That I'm, this, I'm like, oh, I just assumed that you couldn't replicate this. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> found actually a beautiful yeah. back and forth, great conversation, does an amazing job at cutting the hair. Yeah. Just a really lovely guy. But no, this is actually, he's just that damn good at his job. He has this with everyone. You've equated finding a barber that works for you with finding your soulmate. (laughs) And it's not even in the same ballpark. Happy is my hair soulmate, 100%. (laughs) I think if he heard this, he'd be like, I don't want to cut your hair anymore. You're clearly making way more out of it than it needs to be. Then don't read the Google reviews because (laughs) I have been writing Google review love letters. (laughs) Ned, Hollywood News. Mm. The Golden Globe uh, nominations have come out. Um, I must admit, it took me by surprise. Didn't realise that yeah, was happening realize. today. Yeah, me neither. I forgot that it's December and those sort of happen in usually February and stuff. So we, it's getting 
God, it's getting round to it. Well, they um, don't really need us to vote, so no, I don't we don't do anything. Yeah. But like, and when I say we, I mean the general public. Yes. So I don't know why mm. don't they just announce it like the day before of go like, hey guys, exciting. Probably because the celebrities need to get outfits organised and all that sort of stuff. The week before yeah, then, yeah, week but still, give them a week. Yeah, give it's them not a week. like anyone else gets to decide it. It's like they're already when they announce the nominations, they probably already know who's going to win. Producer, what they do? They, I would say they that's do. Why, right now. That's why. I mean, it's crazy. Producer Michael's in the studio. Um, producer fine. Michael, uh, do you think that a week's enough time to get ready for the Golden Globes or? Maybe give them two, give them a fortnight. I, I would, I would imagine it would be a case of like, <laughs> I imagine it would be a case of like, then maybe they would tell the relevant people yep. that they're nominated yeah. around this time, yeah. and then reveal it to the public. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Keep us all in suspense. Um, can I just say quickly, this this year we've done very well as a country because there is a bunch of Aussies nominated. We got uh, Kate Blanchett's nominated. Yep. Um, Hugh Jackman's nominated. Keep going. Uh, Baz Luhrmann's nominated. Very good. Margot Robbie's nominated. She is, is that for her work yeah. on Neighbours? Or? No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's, well, again, it's this it's year. Not, it was yeah. this year, yeah. so. For her performance <laughs> in Babylon. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no. Did she do like a FaceTime call on... Uh, yes, and she was, and it was very well acted. Yeah. yeah. I don't oh, know if anyone, imagine. at least for the time being, will be nominated off one FaceTime yeah. call in a movie. Mm. I feel I, like that's a good standard to set for everyone. <laughs> I Very interestingly, though, a lot of movie, movie filmed in Australia Australia has been nominated a lot. Elvis was nominated for yeah. a lot of things, which I must admit, I've seen Elvis. It was good, but that surprises me. Yeah, it also surprises me. Surprises me that it. Baz was nominated for Best Director for Elvis. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me Austin Butler was nominated. He was phenomenal. That's what everyone he says. He was phenomenal. Movie was whatever. Um, Austin was fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. But anyway, so there's a lot of... Here's my thing, right? This yeah. is why I wanted to talk about this this morning. This is a lot, if you're a bit of a movie nerd or you like movies or you want to even be across it so you can have a conversation in the office about what movies have been nominated, Yeah, it's a lot of homework on the on the table for me right now. And what about you, Michael? Especially because half of them haven't been released Yeah, so yet. Avatar's been nominated for Best Motion Picture Drama and it's not, I, how? How has yeah. anyone seen that yet? Yeah. Like, isn't, it very, isn't it very famously underwrapped still? Yeah. Isn't that the whole point? So it does seem like they're getting a little ahead of themselves going like, it's going to be great, guys, trust us. Also, because apparently it's also not even finished yet because like yeah. James Cameron is doing finishing how do you touches how do you nominate a movie that we're not even sure they've made him nominate he might have added like a really emotional scene that's just not in there yeah. <laughs> take it out yeah he's like you know what if, they, if people are going to see this I need to put more of this kind of stuff in it's there it's the scene where James Cameron comes on screen himself yeah. and says to everybody I will give you four million dollars each if you nominate this movie that's I'll, been taken yeah. out of the general release I'll take you to the bottom of the Atlantic if you vote for this movie so, I promise I'm a bit I, I don't know I don't know what, I don't know what I would think is going to win I don't know but I, I'm, I usually put some bets on this kind of stuff, and I have no idea. No yeah. idea with all of these categories. I'm very confused, except for one. I am very, I was very forgetful about one particular category, and now I could not be more about this category and the fact that this person's not only going to win the Golden Globe, but will go all the way through awards season and win the goddamn Oscar as well for this category. And that is Lady Gaga for. So- Hold my hand for best original song from yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Okay. You best be believing this is winning an Oscar. <laughs> I saw this and I was like, it's over. No. Give her the award. <laughs>
UV index is extreme today. Just taking a look at some indexes. Um, yeah, I will tell you about another index that we are actually breaking a record in, in the moment, and that is the pollen count for Canberra. Yeah, right. I'm guessing it's not going to be uh, groundbreaking in the fact that it's super low. Mm, the pollen count? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I wouldn't, I don't think they'd be like, hey, guess what, guys? It's the lowest oh, it's ever been. Sorry, yeah, yeah. really didn't come with you on that journey of language then. It was very easy to understand. I don't know why I got left behind at the station, but I, I apologise. Like it is the other way around, though. Yeah, no, you're right. It is. It's extreme. And we this year, so I was just reading this article, right? So in Canberra, um, we would sort of record about, uh, on average, maybe three, four, five extreme pollen days in a season. Okay. There have been 30 this season. Well, yeah, wow. And, and taking a look at this tweet from somebody in the know, uh, 15 in a row and counting. So, like, not only has there been... That's, that's what, three times more than there normally would be in a row. In a row, yeah. That's... So, is this up from, like, last year? So, last year we were... like, years of records. Right. So, so, this isn't just last year. This is up from... The, this is the Canberra Pollen Research Project, which I want to thank the heroes on the front line doing the work here yeah. as somebody who suffers from hay fever because understanding how screwed we are, I think actually does give us a bit of hope as hay fever sufferers. And I can't imagine those people do suffer from hay fever. So they're like really putting in for the hay, hay fever suffering community. I'll I would imagine you if you're on the front line, you wouldn't want to be sneezing nah, all the time. I think they probably do. I think they're probably the worst hay really? fever sufferers in Canberra. And the, the logic I base that on, if you will recall, is the 2001 film Cats and Dogs, where Jeff Goldblum is working on a cure for dog allergies because he himself is deathly allergic to yeah. Yeah. being uh, around yeah. dogs. So I think that's the exact way He also drinks work. dog urine at a certain point in that movie I don't movie think anyone's well. probably dabbing their eyes with pollen. I don't yeah. think that's how that works. No, I'm just saying I don't know if he's a great analogy for what scientists actually do. Who knows? Um, <laughs> the point I'm making, though, is <laughs> yeah. I find this to be disturbing news. Canberra has always been um, the hay fever capital of Australia for, well, not always, but for certainly the last couple of decades, it's been very well documented. That was what everybody said to me when I said I was moving here. They're like, you get hay fever really badly, don't you? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, enjoy, enjoy that. that. I'm like, what? What do you mean? I could not have prepared myself for it anymore. I will say, and this is something that I think we can all hold our heads up, and I don't know if this is just my weird body chemistry or it's a thing. I think the exposure therapy of living in Canberra, I don't get hay fever anywhere else anymore. It's helped you. Like when I go on, because I've been to Melbourne, I went to Albury, I've been to a few places for family stuff over the springtime. No hay fever. I step foot outside of Canberra and it's like I'm immune to any other hay fever. That's why I think hay fever is made up. I just don't believe it's real. I think you just are predisposed, uh, predisposed to a sneeze and you like itching your eyes. I think you're uh, you, you think I like on. itching my eyes. Well, you do it a lot, so... Yeah, I know I do it a lot. Yeah. As I said, 30 extreme pollen days have been recorded this season alone. Yeah, but they didn't really affect you, though, did they? Not as much as they used to or, or maybe would have in a previous life. I'm saying that I think that you're being exposed for not having hay fever and you just are <laughs> oh, a bit of it. Just like how uh, one of the seven dwarfs he was just sneezy because mm. he just sneezed a lot. Okay. I find maybe that's what you're predisposed to in life. To be outrageous. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I do. To me claiming that yeah, an illness that greatly affects you is made up. I can't imagine why. I find that to be very A little offensive. over the line. Yeah, a little over the line, I'll say. That was the Ned and Josh, Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.